Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson. Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 26. We're home, Tuttle, Oklahoma. Made the big trip back from from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Mechanicsburg area or whatever, and uh, man, that was a long trip. We had to hightail it back home. Build a new car this week. Had to build some wings. We are kind of running out of wings. We were, uh, <laughs> I guess we'd kind of bit up a few. We were down to one, left home with four, so... Got to thank Russell Outlaw Wings for getting us back up and running with those. There was wings sitting here when we got home, and and the boys at Select Powder Coating for getting them powder coated all quickly and all done up. So we've been rocking and rolling doing that in the last day or so, and it's going to be a short week. Got to get back out of here about 6 a.m. on Friday morning to head back north to Wayne County, Ohio, and and then we're over in Indiana the next night. So race Saturday, Sunday this week, and we're going to turn around and come back home before uh, we head to Peebley for the Ironman. Got Sarah here, me tonight, the dog of always, like always, and Tyler too. So we got a whole group tonight. <laughs> we have a, a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're home. Well, it's good to be home. Nice but to be home, for at least for a little bit. Haven't stopped working yet. Got yeah. home at, we left uh, Grove about uh, 11 o'clock on Sunday night. I'm sorry, Saturday night. Drove straight through. Me and John got her back home about 7 p.m. Sunday night. Long haul. Definitely was long haul. And back right at it Monday morning at the gym and then been in the shop all day Monday and then back to the gym this, this morning. We're doing this on Tuesday, so all day in the shop today and cut the grass. Two and a half acres, edge. <laughs> It's nice to have the, the grass mowing off <laughs> Been the busting my butt. <laughs> thought I was coming home to relax, but... Uh, I was laying in bed taking a little afternoon siesta, and I heard the lawnmower. I'm like, were you mowing? And he said, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't come out there, did I? Well, it's raining here, and it's it's on and off, so we had to get with that before it got out of hand. Uh, yeah, it needed to be done. Had, a, had uh, quite a bit of racing going on this week. Since the last podcast, we went to Lernerville, and then we went to Lincoln, and then we went to the Grove for two nights. So, four nights of racing last week. I'm interested so, in your... A little bit of ups and downs and... Take whatever, on that, yeah. Whatever you want to say, but definitely at, at uh, Lernerville, we stumbled onto some stuff that uh, really helped the car and felt like we were going to end up having our best finish of the year there at Lincoln, but talk about that in a minute, but... Or just some, I mean at Lernerville, yeah. but uh, just had some mishaps or whatever you want to say, and we're getting there for sure. I'm really, uh, really happy with a few things that we've learned and trying to implement them, you know, throughout the season here, and not really looking forward to going to Wayne County. Why not? Wayne County is just a filthy place, dirty to race. <laughs> oh, the dust is just horrible. It really is. It's really fine dirt, and the last time I was there. My suit was dirtier before the race has ever started than it than it was at the end of the night. Oh, that so, sounds so exciting. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, 
the racing's good, but it's just hard to see. It's dusty, and the cars in front of you, you know, it was so bad the night that I was there that you really couldn't see the car in front of you. So, yuck. Hopefully, it's a little better than that this time. I hope so, too. You want some results from this past week? Sure. What you got? Okay. I guess we'll start with the best, which was Lernerville on Tuesday. Qualified 13th. Heat ran 7th. B ran 4th. Made it to the A. It was a DNF with 24th, but I will say you were up to 10th at one point. Yeah. Lernerville, we, uh, what'd you say, we qualified 13th? 13th, yep. Really? I didn't think we qualified that well, but. Well, was it in two groups? I believe it was, yeah, it was split qualifying. That, so that's so basically that's matters. like yeah. 26. But uh, wasn't happy with our qualifying effort at all. Just, oh, uh, just car didn't feel comfortable. Missed it because, like I said, we didn't have any notes for Lernerville years past or anything for that matter. So we just unloaded with what we thought we needed and we guessed wrong. So car wasn't very good there in, the, qualifying. in qualifying. And then in the heat race, you might have to refresh my memory a little bit. Was that when the brakes were going out in the heat? I don't really remember. No, no. We, I don't remember the whole heat race thing. It's been a lot of racing since then. But uh, I know uh, after the heat we came in, I was still a little discouraged in the car. And so we made some really big changes. Went, went to some softer bars in the back. And we've been playing with some some spring packages on the right rear shock and this, that, and the other. And put all that together and really just made some big swoops here for the for the B main and you know we I think we started I'm not I don't I don't remember where down. we actually started now mm-hmm. but started uh, I believe fifth or sixth and actually made some ground there and 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 got to rolling and got to fourth working on third for the for the B main and ended up fourth but uh, felt really racy we we just went went way out of the box of what we were thinking we needed and Come back in after making the show and made some more changes to, that I thought we needed to do to make it better. And, and uh, man, we had a lot of drive there in the feature at Lernerville. We started 24th, and a few cars fell out, but we were passing cars. And, I don't know, they had four, five, three or four or five cautions, I believe. And, like I say, we got up to 10th and felt like we were really, really charging. Just lost the brakes. What can I say, though? Uh, boiled the fluid and and had no pedal and missed the corner uh, about three laps in a row and I thought this is just going to end up in a bad deal and getting torn up so we just pulled in with no brakes but felt really good to pass that many cars me and Jason Sides were racing there back and forth a little bit and he ended up seventh in the feature so felt like we had a definitely a good top 10 car and a little mechanical woo there that got us but uh just something that um was overlooked with bull in the fluid that car's been together a quite a while and um, the fluid was just wore out i guess because the rotors never glowed or anything but we bulled the fluid out of it so that's what you determined was the brake issue because i feel like that haunted us again yeah we point, we uh we thought that was it we we thought it bulled the fluid and it did but come to find out we had a caliper that the pucks were stuck so we figured that so out more than one issue on the brake figure that out also so Okay, well, that was a Tuesday, then we headed over to Lincoln, and on Thursday, race at Lincoln, qualified 16th, Heat ran 6th, B ran 11th. Yeah, we qualified there. Felt like I uh, like qualifying a car fell, really felt good. We just didn't have a lot of speed. And then um, in the Heat race, you know, we started 8th, I believe, 7th or 8th in the Heat, got into a transfer spot, got to 5th, and with about two laps to go, 
uh, Brian Monteith got back by us for the transfer spot, so we ended up sixth in the heat. But, you know, uh, hard to keep Monteith behind you at Lincoln. You know, I'd never raced at Lincoln. That was the very first time I'd ever raced at Lincoln. And pretty racy little joint, but, you know, Monteith won more features there than anyone. I think he's like 170 or 80 features or something like that there. So to keep him behind us in that heat race was uh, going to be a tough deal, but just come, uh, just come up a couple laps too short. Okay. And then 11th in the B, just kind yeah, of done B, after that. Our B wasn't very good. Uh, we made some changes, and I felt like I was a little snug in the heat, and the boys made some changes there. And we had Bob with us at, at uh, Lincoln. Lincoln, and uh, they freed me up a little bit. I think they went the wrong way because the racetrack freed up, and we were just loose, had no drive after that. And then uh, I think we started 6th and run 11th, so we backed up there, and it was a little frustrating because we were so good in the heat. Just made the wrong changes. Got the car where it didn't have enough drive. Okay. And then from there, we went to Williams Grove for the next two nights. On Friday, qualified 29th, ran six in the heat, second in the B, made the A, and then here we go, another <laughs> DNF. Well. <laughs> it feels uh, like once, once we make it, that's not the, the easy hurdle. It's what happens next. And well, tell them what you were saying. It all goes back to we got to qualify better. The but, goal that you had for that. But, race well we qualified 29th at the grove it wasn't was a horrible qualifying effort was very unhappy with that started eighth in the heat race and uh finished six but it was a pretty good heat race the car felt pretty good i charged by uh, a couple cars I actually got by sheldon there in the heat race you know sheldon won the night before at lincoln so you know, felt uh, like you had some speed. There. Well, I just felt we felt like we were pretty good, or he was just really bad, one or the other. But you know, those are the things that make you think about what we're doing here and if we're accomplishing anything, if we're gaining or whatever. But Sheldon won the feature the night before, and we passed him in the heat race the next night. So, you know, when you look at the big picture, there's no doubt that we're gaining and get, getting faster and gaining speed and. Now we just need to look at uh, two or three tenths, you know, getting qualified better. So I think qualifying better is going to get us to get us in the in the mix a little bit better. So I think we can race with them. I just think we got to get qualified better now. But like I say, then I started was supposed to start third in the B. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what happened there, but end up uh, Parker. I think didn't yeah, start. Yeah, Parker crashed earlier in the night, and I think he scratched for the night, so that moved you up. Moved me to the pole. To the pole, right. Got a really good start. You know, Logan Shuhart started front row outside and got a really good start. And uh, put, I don't know, they, uh, I watched the video, I don't know, maybe put 10 car lengths on him pretty early there in the race and was run the top in one and two and, and the bottom, or I shouldn't say the bottom, just a little bit up off the bottom in three and four. And the car was really, really good. Probably the best car I've had there. But I was in clean air and that makes a big difference too. But car felt really good and made the right changes we you know all night long there and then we uh ended up getting back by us with a couple laps to go and still ended up second there in the b main but being able to race side by side back and forth with logan like i said again we're definitely gaining because uh you know logan's won seven or eight races this year or something like that so or five or whatever the number is but he's won so you know definitely uh feeling a little sporty there and then um Made the show. You know, they don't give you a lot of time to make adjustments, but we come in. The boys uh, made some adjustments there, and I just told them my goal was to make 25 
laps and learn more about the Grove because, uh, you know, just not a lot of track time there. And I just wanted to put down 25 laps. And no matter if I finished dead last or got lapped 17 times, I wanted to make every lap there to learn the racetrack more. And uh, lo and behold, on the first lap, uh, someone spun out in three and four and just couldn't miss them. They're over. And slid into them there and tipped it over and crashed another wing. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it knocked the shock, shock, tower, shock tower down. So knocked the shock tower off the done. frame and got us back to the work area. The boys probably could have got it fixed up other than that shock tower and got us back out there. But just wasn't worth it. To try to go running out. low on wings at that point yeah. definitely wasn't worth it well at that point we we're down the one top wing left and uh, we had one more night of racing before we got to come home you didn't like your odds i you didn't feel too too I, lucky there with well, the way our luck's been with wings lately i think our our our, our uh, best bet was just to load her up for the night and come back the next day right okay so then we came back saturday qualified at 29th again at least yep. you're consistent the qualifying part has just got us Not off good. but you know, it's so crazy because we felt like the first night we qualified, we didn't feel like we had enough gear. Mm-hmm. So we went with more on Saturday, but the car went no faster. So I don't know. I, I still don't think we had enough, to be honest with you. Uh, we heard some comments from guys that were running almost 20 more points gear than we were there. But uh, Bob had raced there a lot with a couple of different drivers and Engine, actually different engine builders and they were running a lot different gear than what we were and it was kind of like pulling teeth to get him convinced that we needed more gear but we ended up putting more gear on it in saturday but i still don't think it was enough well you got that in your notes though so that's yeah that's our, that's our big deal you know that's what me and todd talk about you know being first year outlaw team we're building a book and that's the best you can do at this point just build a book and then that way we know what to do or not what what not to do when we go back there Right. At least it gives you something to start with. So, after the qualifying, you ran eighth in the heat and then seventh in the B. Well, in the eighth, we were, you know, we were felt pretty sporty there, racing right with the group, just hard to pass. The Dern uh, throttle linkage broke with two to go. I don't know that we were going to pass anybody. The racetrack was really, really one lane and had a lot of grip in it, so it was going to be definitely hard to pass. And Anyway, the throttle linkage broke with two to go, and it's my own fault. I built all that. That was all brand new, but trying to save weight, I made all the linkages out of aluminum instead of out of steel, and it snapped right at the thread. So I can just quit feeding you and you just, save weight. Just part of that. Well, just trying to save weight on everything, make everything super nice, and kind of bit us in the butt. Lesson learned. Okay, seventh in the B. Started eight, run seventh in the B. Night done. That was it. Just same thing. The racetrack's really hit really was really heavy in one lane and and uh you know started seventh and i'm sorry started eighth and passed one car and got to seventh and was faster i felt like than a couple cars in front of me but uh just nowhere to pass it's just tough to pass and that place is so fast when you get up to speed it's just really you get when you get behind a car like i I tracked mason down and got right behind mason and as soon as the closer you get to him the actually the harder the car gets to drive and and you lose the air, and it just it's a big arrow because that place is so big and fast. You know, when it's one lane like that around a, around a really grippy curb, it's it's uh, it's tough. It really is. Well, uh, and even a feature from just watching the a feature that night, that was probably one of the not as great races of all of them. Yeah, it was just a, you know, just I, the track was. I don't know. Well, when I not wa- racing. 
when I watched the feature there, I I was watching you know Brad Sweet in third, racing behind uh, Lance Deweese, and and Brad was way faster than Lance, but just could not get by him because the race track the racetrack was just kind of narrow, and he had tried to slide him, but he was really nice to him and couldn't get it done. But that showed me that you know was even though you had a better superior car, it was still hard to pass the guy in front of you. But part of it, you and know, that was our week and. Then the long track home. That was definitely a long track home. Yeah. Uh, wasn't wasn't in the plans, but needed to get home. Me and you both had flights home on uh, Sunday, and that was a game plan that we were coming on. But uh, I am thankful that the flight situation right now allows us to cancel on a whim, because any other time you would just eat those phones. But the way it is now, we can roll them to the next time. Oh, so. for sure. And that's that's maybe good. one day we'll go on a vacation somewhere with all these flight credits we've got. <laughs> Also, we got to catch up with Dave Axton. And Robin and Leo. Yep. Their pup. Uh, Met Dave Dave through iRacing, and uh, Dave is actually the owner of Highside Raceway. Raceway. He's one of the sponsors of the podcast, and it was crazy because we we, uh, never met each other in person, and and they showed up and got to go racing with us for a couple nights, and it was cool to catch up with him. So uh, why don't we take a break and catch up with Dave? Okay, guys, we're back. Uh, we're in the uh, Volvo Hilton is what I call it. I got Dave Axton here with me in the in the lounge here at the trailer at Williams Grove. We are, uh, you know, Dave and I met through iRacing, a couple of friends there on on uh, iRacing or whatever, and and uh, me and Dave kind of hit it off good. And he's actually our uh, announcer, I guess you want to call it, or whatever. He does all the promos or whatever for for uh, Outlaw Wings and high side apparel actually dave's the owner of high side dave i'm glad you could finally come and meet me in person that's been pretty awesome uh, you know it's feel it feels really weird that you know we're miles and miles apart but then it seems like we've known each other forever so uh but thanks for coming and hanging out and uh you know it's pretty cool that like i say you did like i just said you just it's weird you know because i feel like we've been friends forever well, i think racers are so similar that when they get together they always hit it off, you know what I mean, for the most part, because we're all crazy animals, you know what I mean? We all right. uh, have our quirks, and and uh, I think we're we're both pretty similar people, so that's probably why we get along. Well, we're racers, so that's one thing for sure, but yeah, no, it, it's just, you know, you, you, I don't even know how to say it, to be honest with you, but, like, I got friends that I've grown up with that I still have to this day that we grew, I mean, like, we... I mean, we're talking 35 years. We went to kindergarten together, mm-hmm. and I'm still friends with them, and we still touch base all yeah. the time. And, yeah. and I don't, we just had that same chemistry yeah. almost. I felt really good about it. So yeah. that's pretty cool. No, it's very cool. And hopefully, uh, hopefully I can get to some more of your races, and maybe at some point you'll get some of mine. I hope so. You know, yeah. this this whole quarantine thing, you know, uh, you guys are not getting to race much. And, mm-hmm. you know, finally we got a schedule of some sort. We're going to run about 30 races. And hopefully, uh, you know, I know we just uh, met each other really for the most part, but. But hopefully, uh, you get to a few more races, and we've already talked about vacation in the winter. Yeah, so, absolutely. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah no, it's cool. it's pretty awesome. But it's cool. But yeah, no, we, we had a good time all winter long playing i racing and stuff. While we were both, you know, hoping that we'd be able to get back in real race cars again. So 
luckily, uh, you know, we hooked up on there and we had a good time. Hopefully, we'll do it again this winter. Yeah, and Dave is a sponsor of the of the show too, High Side Racewear. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, Dave, you want to talk about that a little bit? What you do and how? I mean, everything you got. Yeah, and yeah. No, we do a little bit of everything. I mean, uh, we do. Uh, you know, our main focus is on custom apparel, you know, custom race suits, custom shoes, custom gloves. That's our main deal. Uh, but we also do in-house embroidery. We do shirts and hats and stuff like that as well. Um, we're, we're, we, we've grown a lot. Uh, past. I think we've been in business about five, six years now. And we've got suits all over the country. So it's been pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if I ever get kicked out of the Simpson deal, I know where I'll be. But I've just... We've talked about that a little bit, you know, and I've yeah. been with Simpson like 25 years, yep. and yep. they've been good to me, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And uh, just Deals are hard to come by in racing. I, I've had deals over the years myself, so when, when, when you have them, you got to keep them as long as you can keep them. You know, I'm surprised, I'm surprised I haven't got any grief from the girls at Simpson yet to have having you on the show or right, even right. a sponsor. But you know what? They ain't called ass if they wanted to be a sponsor there, of the show. There you go. There so you there you go, Des. If you want to be a sponsor of the show, come yeah, on. There you go. <laughs> Out, uh, outspend me, and you can have this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it takes it takes a lot of money to do yeah, that, guys. Yeah, right. right, right. Uh, you know, and then I, Dave's dog Leo is is the most famous person in the pit area. You know, yeah. uh, Dave's dog was born uh, paralyzed with yeah. in the rear feet and or rear legs. Sorry, and uh, you know they bring him around. He's pretty awesome. I mean, he gets a lot of attention. Heck. Yeah, he's like a chick magnet. Yeah, he's got his own hero card. So, like, you know, when, when we're racing ourselves, kids and people will come to my trailer. They don't want my hero card. They want the damn dog's hero card. So it's kind of funny. But, uh, but no, he, he goes everywhere. He goes all the races with us. And uh, everybody seen, every, every time we pull into a racetrack, everybody knows Leo. So it's kind of funny. Well, you know, and it's amazing to me. I watch all the people, and everyone goes, wow. First, they look at him like, what's yep. going on there? And then they come in, yep. and they all come and ask and want to know yep. what the deal is. Yep. And that's pretty awesome. Leo's got an Instagram page. It's just uh, Leo underscore the underscore great underscore New York. So look for him on there. He's He's got a ton. He's got a lot more followers than I've got. So, but uh, he, well, you, well, you know Henry, our pup. Mm-hmm. He's. I think he's the Instagram. I don't know all that. Yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah. You know how I am with yeah, all yeah, this yeah, internet yeah, stuff. Yeah. But yeah. but I think he's got more followers than me too. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I don't get into that too much. Um, but uh, but no, my, my, my wife's a saint. Um, I mean, she just, you know, it's, all our dogs are adopted. But, but this dog was, was special needs. She caught wind of uh, that, that it had been put in a crate and hadn't been let out in like three months. And uh, so she went and kind of begged for it. And he's with us every day, every minute. And wherever we go, that dog goes. And, and uh, dog just super appreciative. And, and again the most popular thing at the racetrack is kind of funny yeah for sure you know and that takes per, a yeah. different kind of person to be able to take care of him you know yeah, yeah. she's awesome a lot of work a lot of work yeah a lot of more work. more than our kids work right so it's funny well you know and i always say this because you know I, t- I think i told you this we're talking about dogs now but i told you i wanted a big german shepherd mm-hmm. but my mother watches henry when we can't travel mm-hmm. with him or whatever yeah i don't think she would watch henry i mean watch leo the, yeah I, and honestly even our friends who all say, "Oh, you know, we'll watch him if you go away or whatever," I, it, it's too hard. It's right. a lot of work. Because it, it's a demand. Even our like, a lot a, of but like, even if I wanted a, you know, a German Shepherd there, you know, my yeah. mom's like, "I'm not watching that dog." You right, know, the right, little right. old thing she's got now. It's hard. You know, yeah. so dogs are hard. But yeah. kids sometimes. But no, that's pretty cool. Like I said, got to meet Leo, and yeah. and uh, yeah. one of these days I'm going to get up into New York in your area and get to go racing with you. Well, again, we did. What three four years ago, and it was before we become friends. But we're both at Utica Rome Speedway, and you were parked right next to me. 
and you know we we were probably sixth or seventh place car maybe and and you were you you were better than us and you come over and ask me what I had in for bars and I laughed because we were really garbage ourselves but but that's a tough place I but, don't uh, ever remember that but we I was, did Utica Rome but I, but I went to I'm going to tell you about Utica Rome I went two years yep the first year we went there and we were quick time by yep. like three quarters of a second yep won the heat race yep. going away yep. And we came in, and Slip said, what do you want to do? I said, why would we do anything? <laughs> the racetrack, you know, to me, it was slick already. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't change anything. Shit, we're, we got yep. these guys. Yep. And I started on the front row, and I got lapped. Yep. And I pulled in. And we came in, and Slip oh. said, what do you think? I said, man, I have no idea yep. what we did wrong. Yep. So fast forward 12 months. Yep. Utica Rome was back on the schedule. Yep. I said, we're going back, yep. and we're going to redeem ourselves, yep. and we're going to do better and we're all this and i think we went we end up being second quick i think we won the heat race yep. started third or something in the feature yep and i said we're not gonna be free tonight i tightened that son of a gun up so tight guess what pulled in halfway through the race because i got lapped again yep. i was like jesus christ what are we doing wrong yep. here so i'm gonna tell you right now and i shouldn't snitch myself off but i was so pissed off that night and everybody had kind of already left the races, and we had a long trip back home yeah. that our, our shitter tank was full, and I think I emptied it maybe in the pit area. I'm not going <laughs> to say. Hopefully it wasn't in my parking spot. But, uh, no, that, where, I par- I, it was wherever the grass is greenest now. Yeah, well, I tell everybody, you know, they're like, oh, no, we know Slick in Ohio. We know Slick in PA. We know Slick whatever. I'm like, you don't know Utica Rome Slick. You just don't because it doesn't compare to anywhere else in the country. So, you know, I talk to chassis guys or shot guys over the years, and I tell them, yeah, you know, I got to do something for Utica Rome. And they're like, oh, you know, this is our slick deal. You're fine. I'm like, well, whatever your slick deal is, times it by four because it ain't enough. It ain't enough. You know well, what I mean? So, well, we got tight. We were too tight the next time we wow, went wow. and couldn't go. And yeah. we were too free the, the yeah. other time. And, yeah. and uh, but it's so crazy yeah. that, you know, because it's slick when you start there. You know that. It is, yeah. You yeah. know, and yeah. I thought, ah, we don't need to change anything. Yeah. We're rocking shit yeah. around yeah. this joint, you know? Yeah. And we were horrible. Yep. I tried the bottom, get passed on the top. Yep. I tried the top, get passed on the bottom. Yep. I tried the middle, get passed yep. on both sides. Yep. So, and it's wide. It's a wide place, a lot of room. And, and, and it's nice. It's just the fact that if you're not on, I mean, there, there's three or four guys that run there and they're just lights out. If you're not dead on all night long and keep up with the track, you're, you're, you're junk for the feature. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, but, I tell you, it's checked off the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at outlaws aren't going to go back. I don't. There, I, I don't care. I don't care to ever go back to no, Utica, Rome. I get it. Uh, you know, pretty area, beautiful. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And we're going to uh, get you up there so we can go to the wineries and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll York. go do that. But we're, we're you know, Sarah, you know, Sarah and her wine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So we have to we'll go do that at some point. But but no, like I say, uh, Dave. Uh, you know, we just met online, and we we just kind of become friends, and yep. it's been really cool. And finally, glad to meet you in person have you on the show yeah. you're a big part of the show hell you do yeah. all of that and, yeah. and like I say you did all that before I even met you yeah. so I want to say thank you for that because no worries, it man. really made it way more professional because we're not professional as we <laughs> sit here in, in the Volvo Hilton as yeah, I call it yeah, yeah. on the iPhone yep. charge or, or recording yep. so yep. It, it, there's no fancy gimmicks or junk in here but everybody's still watching or listening you know right. I yeah. think I think Sarah said we got 5,000 followers awesome. or 5,000 listeners or however yep. that works that's so, great pretty cool building but That's thanks great. for being on thanks no for having an ad thanks for everything you do and uh guys if you're back up in new york or up in this area and you and uh 
you go to a race, go go say hello to Dave and and uh, go see Leo because he's he's really cool. So he'll be there. Well, thanks for thanks Thank for being you, on. Thank yep. you, man. Thanks. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. All right, we're back. Pretty cool. Pretty pretty cool to uh, catch up with Dave finally. And like I said with in the interview with him, that it's pretty crazy that you know I felt like I didn't have known him forever. It was uh, pretty crazy that we hit it off as well as we did. Have you ever met anybody that was a stranger? Uh, you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, what I I enjoyed meeting Dave and Robin and Leo. He is one special pup for sure super cute and of course I didn't have Henry with me so it was fun to see another pup on the road and hang out with him so I enjoyed that yeah it was cool to check it, uh, to catch up with those guys it really was and hope to uh, see them soon like I said we talked about going to more racing and and maybe I can get up to one of Dave's races 360 races there in New York and and who knows we might end up vacationing somewhere together in in, in Mexico I sure hope so <laughs> Well, what do you got? Uh, you got a question I've of the week? got you a question of the week. We had someone call in and leave a voicemail, so we'll cut to that. Hey, Wayne, this is Jeff Booth. I got a question, and maybe I've missed it, but you always keep referring to those tires are so much different. Those tires. And I've never heard you explain what the actual difference is that's kind of throwing me off. And I just have been curious about that. And uh, remember, buddy, you stepped into a, a con that has got big big bass in it and uh you got big 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 ones to go out there and race with them and uh you know it's gonna it's getting better and it's gonna get better and i'm cheering for you thanks a lot all right so the question of the week with jeff there jeff pretty uh pretty interesting question you have uh you know i guess i've talked about these horrible tires and and i'm sure hoosier hates me talking about their you are not their 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 horrible tires but uh, the right rear tire is pretty much the same as the ASCS tire uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, they've changed the right rear tire and put a stiffener in the sidewalls is all they've done there. And it's 16 wide, same as an ASCS tire. It's a little softer rubber as far as the compound, but the right rear uh, versus the ASCS tire is pretty much the same uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, because Hoosier went in and made a wedge in the right rear and in ASCS and in the World of Outlaw tire to make it even or make it the same because you can run a medium ASCS tire with the World of Outlaws also. That tire has definitely changed a little bit in the last couple, two or three years, but that's not the problem child, if you ask me. Uh, the problem child is the left rear tire. Uh, growing up racing all over the country and with ASCS and 410 and Back to the Goodyear days, and um, we could talk about this for hours, but the uh, left rear tire that we used to run would grow, and, uh, you know, when you get under th- under throttle, the, right, the left rear would grow, and it had a really floppy sidewall left rear, so under a load, that tire would actually squish. Uh, and if you look, go back and look at old pictures, 
of 10 years ago and you watch a car go through the corner, you would see the left rear tire really wrinkle. Well, with this new tire, it uh, it's a 12 compound, which is a little bit harder than what uh, those tires were back in the day. But they also, it has a band, has like a four, uh, four inch band that is right through the middle of the circumference of the tire that does not let it grow. So uh, the tire doesn't grow that much at all, where the other tire, the old tire would grow a lot. And uh, then the left rear tire also has the sidewall stiffeners like the right rear has. Uh, so it has a ton of spring rate in it, where before, like I said, the other tire would grow, but it also would squish and wrinkle and... And, uh, you know, those tires, we could run as low as, you know, four pounds of air pressure in the old tires. But the new tire, with that stiffener, you run low air pressure, they blow out. So uh, they, good, or Hoosier says, you know, do not run that tire below six pounds of air because it will blow out. And uh, we've played with a little bit of some sort tracks to try to go a little lower just to change the spring rate. And it really hadn't changed that much. And, uh but it's just, you know, it's just a horrible tire, in my opinion. You know, I know a lot of guys race on it and go fast, but uh, like me and Brad Sweet talked one one evening after the races, you know, guys that's raced for a long time, those tires have really affected the way they drive and their setups and this, that, and the other. And, and you know, the younger generation like him and so on, those guys learn to drive on those junky tires. So it's, it's just a learning process for us. I mean, uh, I've always said that you, you get in a – you know, you you go back to years, always think back years ago how the car felt, and that's what you want to feel, and you're never going to get that feel with these tires. So it's a learning process. But uh, to answer your question there, Jeff, the left rear tire has a stiffener and a, and a belt, and uh, with that being said, they just have a lot more spring rate in them. So something, uh, even the right rear has more spring rate in it than what we used to have years ago. But comparing it to the ASCS tire, of the last couple, two or three years, it's basically the same tire. The only difference is the left rear. But uh, that's really the best I can explain it in a nutshell. I wish I could, I wish I, I could explain it better and, and knew more about it. But uh, you know, I've taken cut the tires apart and looked and just uh, trying to decipher what's going on with those tires. But in my opinion, that's the biggest issue that I'm having is just. There's a lot of spring rate in that tire and trying to figure out how to make the car pivot around it. Just have to learn to adapt. Yep, for sure. Thanks, Jeff. And that was uh, a voicemail. He called in with yeah, a voicemail. Yeah, we really like that when you guys send us in voicemails. And we have to be not quick to answer the line because it rings your phone. So I'm like, don't answer it. Someone's leaving a voicemail. Uh, we have answered it times before and then people talk to us. And I'm like, no, I wanted a voicemail. Anyhow. <laughs> So, thanks for calling, Jeff. We really appreciate it. And I think I've sent you some merch before, but I'll send you an email and we'll see what we can hook you up with. Also, it's time for my question of the week. Oh, brother, the question. This one's a fun one. Is it Donald Trump question? We have no politics involved. Well, we're going to add it. No. So, since you've been home, you have made comment of my um, recording all the game shows. Because I went... From just watching murder stuff to now, I watch a lot of game shows. I don't know why. I have a short attention span. So my question is, if you could be on a game show that you think you would win, which game show is it? (laughs) (laughs) That that I think I could win? Is this the most random question? Maybe. Yeah, for sure. That I think that I could win. It would have to be something easy. For sure. I don't know. I 
don't know. I'm 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 pretty good when I'm I'm pretty good at watching Family <laughs> Feud, and I feel like I can I could probably do that, but I don't know if I got four smart enough friends to go with me. Whatever. <laughs> don't invite me. Oh my God! I don't I I don't know. The only reason I watch these stupid game shows is because you got them recorded and you got them playing and. Every time I come in the house or want to sit and watch TV, it's entertainment. Uh, that was, than, that is a crazy one that you that you would li- match game. Is that right? Match game's fun. Is that is that right? We is that watched the name that last it? night. But you like the new one that I got you watching? The, the match game was kind of weird. The new right? one called Caitlyn Jenner was on there. Ew. Okay, the double the the one with the whammies. Which what is that called? Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is your game show shit. thing. Shit, I don't remember. Whammies. No, it's like. Pass, oh, that, pass or play that, that one. game that i think that's rigged because it's computer it needed to be well like, yeah it needs it to be like a like a like a, you flip roo- it around. like a roulette wheel oh well you make your own because it's, it's computerized and they're gonna let who they want to win you know if somebody if didn't if they didn't want them to win that <laughs> i could see you up there arguing with them when they change things well, come like on. come be, on be real i mean seriously okay, well whatever i don't know what game show but if i was gonna go on a game show the game show i would want to go on his price is right because oh, I, heck yeah. I remember watching that as a kid. I know when I played hooky from school, I'd always stay home and watch Price is Right at, 10, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, Price is Right. There you go. Okay. There's your answer. Okay. See? No politics. Just game shows. Well, you know, Barb Barker did go through some stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> we will skip over that. So, uh, what else happened this week? I wanted to mention we had a video that we posted from Turn 200 Production. Was his name Ryan? Yep. Ryan Kent put together a video that we posted to Facebook. Um, It was pretty cool. It was cool to have him put that together for us. Yeah, Ryan did a great job with that. And uh, we may do a couple more throughout the year here because uh, just a little production there to kind of spice things up a little bit, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was neat to have that done. Also, uh, we're running a merchandise giveaway right now. It's running through midnight tonight, Wednesday. We will draw a winner, maybe not midnight, sometime this evening. We will draw a winner, but if you haven't signed up yet, go to our Facebook page. You'll see the instructions there. It's a like and share kind of thing, pretty simple. Uh, But we're giving away quite a bit of merch and a little gift package, so if you want to check that out. I'm trying to figure out how she's going to Determine the winner. Is it? The- oh, no, no, no. Today, you missed it. I sat in here and made a spreadsheet and have all the names typed out in a spreadsheet. And then I'm going to go to the number generator and generate a number, one through whatever. And then we're going to go to the spreadsheet and see which number it is. And that's who wins. Oh, I was thinking it was probably... Guys, yeah. I've got this down. He, think, we don't trust him on this. I'm, I'm to, in charge. I think it needed to be the, the, the best comment. No, you, this is, you're not in charge of giveaways. I'm in charge of giveaways. Oh. We may do that on Facebook Live. I... I haven't told you that part yet. Oh. Guess what? <laughs> as of I He's as, so as, sick of my as, marketing as if, fun. As if as if I have time for more Facebook lives. Well, people like that. You haven't been on in a while. Me and Paige will do it. Paige is coming tonight. I got my buddy. Well, maybe you guys uh, should go out in the shop and build those cards. It's gotta be done in two days before we leave. Oh I will, but you won't like the outcome. <laughs> do you trust me? Uh, okay. So yeah. one two more things on my list. We ordered a new order of shirts, and with this order of shirts, there are kid sizes. I will post about this online, but if you need a kid size shirt, now is the time because it's limited stock, and as soon as they're gone, they're gone. So 
this is our mid-season order we put in and new merchandise. Well, a reorder. It's all things that you've seen before, but we ordered more because we are almost out of well, some sizes. Well, so. before you go into your spiel, we probably should take a break and sell some wings because... Because you by, used them all. By God, by God, we need to sell Russell some wings because we have used them all. And, uh, you know, he's a good supporter of us, so we better do that. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Choose Outlaw. Okay, we're back from selling wings. That's uh, guys, call him up. We need to sell some wings, so yeah, get, get after that. And they're right on it. They were there when we got home. All those wings that you needed. Yeah, but. them boys take good care of me. You know, I got to thank Russell. I think I already did this earlier in the podcast, but I thank Russ for getting hit Russell and David. Sorry for getting those things built and uh, Your powder get, getting them over to the powder coater. They actually took them to the powder coater, and then uh, the boys over at Select they kicked butt got them all done and then russell and, and the boys went and picked them up and assembled them all and dropped them off at the shop so, and you got home soon enough to make yourself be the one putting the stickers on see if you would have just stayed out a little longer you could have outsourced that job too. yep yep that was the plan ty was supposed to take care of getting the decals put on but i showed up too soon all i've heard is whine and whining about your decals well the decals and the humidity are not fun and they stick when they don't, when you don't want them to, and vice versa, and blah 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 blah. And then they don't stick. And this, anyway. Long story short, spent basically one whole day decaling wings. Good times. I have one more thing. Oh, brother. It's okay. We got a schedule update, and among many dates that have been added or adjusted to the outlaw schedule, you are going to be back at Lawton as previously planned in Devil's Bowl. Later this year, which means you will be near home. What's and that's them, exciting. Well, since you know all this, Smarty Britches, what's them dates? Don't hold me to this, but I'm pretty sure September 18th is the Lawton date. I could be wrong, but it's online. Go look online. Go buy your tickets. But that's exciting. Lawton's exciting because I have lots of friends and family that are going to come out, and I know you do too. And everybody was looking forward to that in May, and it got canceled, so... Yep, definitely looking forward to Lawton. Good times. The only racetrack that's on the schedule... That I raced a fair bit growing up uh, with my dad's car and that and the other, and we live seventy miles from there, so right down and back with it or down and back down in an hour and back in an hour, so right and then Devil's Bowl the day after, which is nice because it's pretty much right in the backyard as well, so yeah, that's exciting. But anyway, more racing coming, and that's that's good. Yep, for sure. It's good. Going to finish out the season strong. Get to keep running and get some more track time and more notes that's for sure building that book but before we go actually i was on the internet earlier today and uh seen where luke kennedy senior had passed away so my condolences to to those guys uh lou was a super guy always seemed to want to talk to me in florida and and uh just had you know i don't know he just was a great guy that i you know i love talking to and he's he's passed away i, I think today so uh, my condolences to the family. Okay. 
I have my end of the podcast spiel, as always. Don't forget to follow along at Wayne Johnson Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and WJR77X on Twitter. I'm not in control of the Twitter, so whatever happens over there, don't look at me. Nothing to do with that. What happens over on Twitter? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good. I don't, I, maybe I should get up with it, but I'm not. What else do we have? I already told you about the merchandise. How about the uh, voicemail line? You can also text us, but we love your voicemails. 405-362-0620. Call there. Leave us a voicemail. I will send you merchandise if you leave us questions that I, you can use for question of the week. So that's an easy way to get some merch if you're interested. It doesn't have to be a racing question. It could be anything. I, you can ask about game shows. I'm not going to tell you to ask about politics because I probably won't air it. <laughs> Well, why not? We could turn this into the... Oh, there is one thing that I want to say before no. we... We need everyone to vote right. on this because this is something that I've been thinking about and Sarah keeps saying no, 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 no. But she's as big a part of this podcast as I am. Oh, no. And no, no, no. It's Wednesdays with Wayne, but what? you seem to talk way more than I do sometimes. So how come it can't be Wednesdays with Wayne and Sarah? Because you're the person that... Well, but I'm thinking that's what we need to do. But we're going to vote on it. So, guys, send us some... Send us us your ideals or what you think about that. You can't see me rolling my eyes. I'm just here to keep you on track and make sure you don't go too far off the deep end. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm your handler. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay, you got anything else? Nope, I don't have anything else. (laughs) Other than than Tyler was here earlier, and one of his questions were, was, what kind of gun do you have? (laughs) I said, Tyler, do you want to ask the question of the week, the fun question? He's like, "Mm." oh, no, he said, what's your favorite gun? I was like, I don't think we need to ask that, but, I mean, maybe he'll make it The one that your mother doesn't have pointed at me. How about that? Now, now. (laughs) He's... This isn't true. I've never pointed a gun at you. No, I know that. I'm just saying. (laughs) Because all you do is watch murder, so... Well, I'm not going to use a gun. Guys, I'm if I ever come up, if I'm I ever come up dead from gunshot or it wasn't me or poisoning, be sure and look up her because that's what happened. Oh my goodness! All okay. right, guys. Well, till next week. Uh, keep listening. Uh, having a ball with this thing. See you at the track. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.